and welcome to Inside Baseball with Old Chestnut. I'm Liam Allen with more sex. How you doing, MB? What a beautiful day, huh? It is. What it's a, a beautiful day. First Sunday, um, and I get in to sit and talk to you. So, uh, oh, and I get to talk to you while I'm getting dozens of emails about reproductive freedom and voting for Democrats. You know, this know. wasn't a problem until men could get pregnant. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's a whole new world. It's a wild world we live in now. Yeah. Well, I guess. But we had a good week before before we dig ourselves a hole. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But but it was a fun week. You gave the green light to our audience to buy the stock market, okay, on last weekend's show. That's what I took away, away from it. Maybe we got cut off or something. I don't know. But the big takeaway that I got was that you liked the levels. And, and that, to me, was the green light to, to buy the market okay. was on. Well, that, that was your interpretation. <laughs> Correct. Um, uh, I will say, before we go too far, um, you know, there's been all sorts of talk in the press about the missing 15 minutes of the show last week. And somebody adroitly claimed it was derivative of The Sopranos <laughs> with the ending where it just went black. So, yeah. Um, Let's not fuck this up. Thank you. Um, it's uh, it's funny, and I'm happy that you brought up the idea of the levels because um, I don't really recall that per se. Um, but um, so we had Sher Powell speak mm-hmm. during the week, right? And typically, uh, you know, I just kind of wait for the headlines. Mm-hmm. But something about this last set of headlines where he said he was determined to beat inflation. I literally picked up the phone, called my broker, and I started waving in this fixed income type stuff wow. that um, uh, I've told you I've liked. Yep, yep. There's a, there are four of these things Two are liquid in the, you know, relative world, mm-hmm. and I uh, I grabbed a chunk of both of these things. Okay. And um, the reason is I think that, uh, you know, you've gotten the two-year note back to 3%. It was north, north of 3%, right? Yeah, 3-3 three, three something for briefly. Yeah. And um, – Remember, uh, many times I've told you when EG and I would stress test trades, it would be 200 basis points over three months, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, we backed up the two-year note almost 300 basis points in a year, or certainly a couple of hundred in two months. And, and now 
that the Fed has recommitted to the notion of fighting inflation, I see a couple of things with some clarity. One is uh, the front end rates are going to continue to go up until morale, i.e. inflation improves. Mm -hmm. And the economy is weak enough that as those short end rates go up, the economy is going to move into recession and it's going to push the long end rates down, which is why I was happy to grab a bunch of this long dated fixed income stuff. Um, you know, it's idiosyncratic. You know, I picked what I wanted and mm -hmm, I, mm -hmm. I wouldn't go buy 10 year note treasuries at 3% per se, but keeping in mind everything trades on a spread, I liked, I liked those numbers. Okay. And um, so seeing as uh, we are uh, multi uh, dimensional, on the, the website, I posted a Bloomberg screen. Mm -hmm. that uh, is called the forward curve matrix. Yep. And uh, these are numbers that are uh, provided by sources believed to be reliable but cannot be guaranteed. And with the beauty of the podcast, for the listeners, they can pause it at any time and, and return to it where if you and I pause it, it's, <laughs> it's over. See you next weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, what I would invite you to do, do you can you see the, yep. the screen that I'm talking about? Oh okay. yeah, yep. So this is uh, the U.S. dollar OIS curve, uh, formerly known as the LIBOR curve. You know that LIBOR den <laughs> of the den of iniquity. As for uh, as a 41 year old, you say LIBOR, and all I think of is is the scandal and everything. Yeah, that, yeah exactly. It's a bunch of crooks. <laughs> exactly. So um, for those of you driving. Um, you probably want to, you know, pull over. Um, but if you look at this screen and you go to the far left column, it says tenors. Mm -hmm. And then below it, it's one year, two year, three year, four year. That means how long <clears throat> is the the swap? Mm -hmm. Okay. And as you move to the right, it shows you the current coupon, meaning the what some people would call the par Mm -hmm. a, a par coupon. And then as you continue to move to the right, this gives you what the market is deriving as the forward yield as you move out. Now, you happen to fancy the five-year, five-year forward, if I if I remember that correctly. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so if you start all the way to the left and you see five-year and you move one click to the right, you see 2.9687. So if you went out and you said, I want to own a OIS five-year swap, they would say, okay, hocus pocus, 2.9687, that's yours. Okay. But if you said, hey, wait a minute, uh, I don't want the five-year starting today. I want the five-year starting five years from now. What you would do would be you would continue to the right until you got to the intersection of the five-year in the column and mm -hmm. then the five-year in the row. And you would see a yield of 2.9075. Okay. So this is a perfectly flat yield curve, which to me implies a great many things. One is uh, the market doesn't see inflation 
is a long-term problem. Otherwise, why would you be willing to take a 3% rate? Yep. Right. Also, the market doesn't see any growth in the economy because growth in the economy would imply demand for money and demand for money would push rates higher. Uh, demand for money uh, increased production in the economy, inflation, higher rates. So this curve is telling me um, that uh you know, inflation is going to curb and uh, maybe not immediately, but the Fed's going to break the inflation back and that uh, uh, the economy is going to roll over mm -hmm. um, for the nerds out there. OK, uh, if you go down all the way in the first column to the bottom where you see 30 year. OK, and now you move all the way to the right. You see yeah. a number 0 0.7348. Yeah. Okay. So that's the market saying the 30-year rate 30 years from now will be 73 basis points. Now, I can explain that to you simply. And it's basically, are you sitting down? Mm -hmm. It's the C word. <laughs> Convexity. It's the old C word. What okay. are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not going to explain convexity here and now because that's part of the masterclass series for the premium for, subscribers for yeah. 99.95. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Speaking of uh, premium subscribers, our friend Kevin Muir uh, mm -hmm. went on vacation. Mm -hmm. Not only did he go on vacation, two things. One is he left with his short in the Japanese government bond market. <laughs> number one. Number two, he left Patrick running the, 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 <laughs> the shop. Running the shop. And um, <laughs> well, you know. Um, I'll tell you what, though. He gets the last laugh, though, right now, because he listened to last the last two shows where two weeks ago I, I, I shot my big mouth off making fun of his production and him and, and and saying patrick sounded like he was in a tin can and then the next week we go out and botch the show so so kevin got to listen to that and he correctly analyzed that it was the market gods paying us back for shooting my mouth yeah. off about uh, the production so what goes oh, around yeah. comes around and yeah. i will avoid any further comment disparaging the 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 What's the word I'm looking for? The, the creme de la creme of finance podcast, yeah, which is the, yeah. the market huddle. Okay. I really, I really wanted to do a little, little um, fun poking at them. I mean, because he's awake. Love. Wait till well, he gets back, please. He, I think he's back. I, okay. He was, all right. he, I know he was back. He was asking okay. for some free shit earlier okay. today, which, <laughs> okay. you know, I, I'm guessing if he took the 23 and me, He's got three percent Ashkenazi Jew in there, right? Somewhere, <laughs> but I, I just, you know, they start out that podcast where they, they give you the whole spiel about what they're going to do, and yeah, and then, uh, and then they use the phrase which tickles me, pink, which is Lena, hop on, like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what goes on up there, but that wouldn't make it through legal and compliance over here, right? right. <laughs> and then. And then they're drinking beer. And they're drinking beer, right. And half the uh, time they don't even like them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
You know, that's the that's why we get to take the higher ground because we don't take advertising. That's why. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But um, I'd like to speak to uh, Kevin, Kevin specifically. I was going to say his Japanese, his Japanese. But, our, but our, our listeners generically and mm-hmm. some of the uh, first derivative thinkers out there who, when they write and complain, they say no actionable trade idea this and that and you know what mm-hmm. if that's how you feel keep uh, listening keep listening <laughs> you know do a little work right mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. so let me explain this japanese thing a little bit if i may absolutely it, w- with the huge asterisk that it's like 20 years since i traded these and but nothing and, is but, but to to your defense nothing has changed in 20 years this is japan's model this has been going on my whole entire life So I kind of like shrug at it. Thank you. Thank you. But when I say with the asterisk, um, in terms of monetary policy, you're 100% right. What I want to focus on is the mechanics. And the mechanics may have changed. The inside baseball of the JGB. Yeah. So um, before I get litany of um, mistakes I made from Tom and Cash Bandercoot. What a great nickname. <laughs> I know. I, I, I tell you what, um, Cash, Consist- first of all, consistently, he's good. For, first of all, thank you for posting that thing. And by the way, you know, I, I, at one point, I bet I had a dozen nicknames on the trading floor. But man, I'd have killed for the nickname Cash. <laughs> yeah, that is good. It really is. It's like Doc, yeah. Big Dog, mm-hmm. MB, Motown. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. all great, but cash. Yeah. Right? Cash. So so anyway, this is how the JGB thing works. Okay. There's a JGB future yep. that trades on the exchange. And mm-hmm. then there's gobs and gobs and gobs of cash bonds of various maturities. And so what happens is it's very difficult for people, especially foreigners, to short the cash JGB. So what they do is they say, well, I'll just sell the future. And after three months, I'll roll it to the next contract and I can be short. And when the rates go up, I'm going to make all this money. Yep. I've got a strategy. Yeah. And by the way, shorting JGP futures is the graveyard of empires. <laughs> I heard it referred to in the, as, in one of our inner inner circle emails as the crypt, okay? Yeah, and I just yeah. cannot get that word. I yeah. cannot listen to anything they say about the yen or the JGB without thinking of that word, the crypt. <laughs> I, I can tell you something. Factually, since 1997, that's 25 years I've watched people relentlessly try and sell this thing. So this is fun for you. So, so this is well, I, yeah, 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 it, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's yeah. fun. It, it, it's fun. So anyway, let's go back to the dynamic. Yeah, that. Thank you. So people will turn something up. So you can sell the futures with reckless abandon, okay. right? But selling the cash is hard because. They have weird settlement. Borrowing the bonds is difficult. A lot of the bonds are liquid. And so the futures, since there's an imbalance between people who want to short it and people who want to buy it, mm-hmm. they trade what we say cheap. Mm-hmm. So what the gaijing, meaning the foreigners do, is we'll go out and we'll buy a bunch of the futures and then we'll sell short the cash. 
mm-hmm. because guys like me had offices in Tokyo or wherever, and we could borrow the bonds. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what's been happening here is uh, these bonds, the cash bonds are getting tighter and tighter and tighter. And the, the basis traders, the guys trading the futures versus the cash, keep adding and adding and adding. And apparently, uh, the Bank of Japan thought the way to fix the problem, because the seven-year looked cheap on the curve, seven-year equaling the cheapest to deliver mm-hmm. into the contract, they went out, I think, I think, and they bought a bunch of the cash. So they did the opposite. Instead of buying the futures, which mm-hmm. is what everyone owned and was getting reamed on, mm-hmm. they bought what everyone was short. So they just made it worse. Wow. So, um, dear Kevin, um, I'm afraid if I did the sums right, um, June 14th, you posted about shorting JGBs. And June 25th, I looked, and I think the futures are up two points. And as you said in your um, newsletter, that was your biggest line item. So uh, if you lost money, I I feel terrible, and I'm sorry about that. Um, I just would recommend, you know, um, not going on vacation short JGBs because (laughs) – it always ruined my vacation. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Did you warn uh, him, or are you just doing? Are you just doing an a, 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 a eulogy on this trade? Did you? Was uh, there any? Was there any warning given? Are you going to say? Well, oh, let, me, I, <laughs> let me ask you this: Our podcast is free. Okay, his newsletter is three hundred fifty bucks a year. By the way, by the way, worth Both every penny. Yep, yep. Who's paying who? <laughs> That's a very good question. So, so I have a colleague. The true story, colleague, former colleague, wildly successful mm-hmm. in the in the hedge fund industry, works out of Manhattan, and um, it wasn't long after I had hurt my back and I was kind of laid up, and uh, I got the uh, hey uh, Motown. I heard you heard you hurt your back. How you doing? I'm like fine. He says, uh, hey, you know, uh, I'm thinking of starting in this new hedge fund, and uh, the goal is to raise like a billion dollars, and I'd really like your advice and counsel. And I said, of course. I said, my rate's 250 grand an hour, four-hour minimum, million mm-hmm. dollars. Mm-hmm. And I basically came back with the bee-ba-boop. Uh, I found somebody cheaper. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you Good know, <laughs> when the money's coming in, the mm-hmm. advice goes out, right? And it's not like he called me up and said, I'm thinking about doing this. Yep. And and by the way, would he have listened? I I don't know. I listen, I, I'll go on record. I not think if you're gonna guy, start every not if you're gonna start every phrase with I it's been 20 years since I did this. You just you need a little more, you need to be a little, <laughs> more, a little aggressive. I don't want to hear this disclaimer. I've been out of the business for yes, please stop. Okay. It's like riding a bike. <laughs> well, I love the guy to death. I hope yeah. he made a shit ton of money and everything else. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe he didn't lose money on the short. But, I mean, I uh, get you an hour for free, so a quarter mil an hour is I mean, 
But this is you're giving the real inside baseball to start in the fun. Yeah, but well, the guy's going to raise a billion dollars. Okay, so two percent on a billion dollars, twenty million bucks. Yep. Yeah, nothing. What the fuck? Nothing. Nothing? Pocket pocket change. Ask how your back is. Yes. Forget it. (laughs) Forget it. Um. So I was walking down Greenwich Avenue uh, yesterday. I was just like, I had the whole show done in my mind. What are you wandering the streets of Greenwich these days? This is twice that you've gone down Greenwich Ave. The sun comes out and you're walking around town? So long story short, uh, racing age 62, Mm -hmm. okay, I've discovered that um, I uh, I need to have days of light exercise. Yeah. I, I need to have days of complete off. Mm-hmm. And then I need to have days where I hit it pretty hard. Yeah. So, so last week I had three bike rides mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it's not the old, old chestnut, which by the way, I, I, I posted a little glimpse yeah. of you smug yeah. fuck beat me <laughs> two minutes on the loop. It's a long time, you know, <laughs> It's not that long. Or like you sat up at the elementary school and I yeah. pedaled full gas to the, to the parking lot where no, the real finish no, line is. No, there's no question. You're a more talented <laughs> rider. Even even age-adjusted, yeah, pound yeah. for pound, you're way better than me. But, you know, for being a Jewish guy, you know. You know, I was thinking about that, though. I was thinking about that when you posted that, though. You did it. I did it off of youthful exuberance and and sheer like you know childhood energy you did it off smarts okay because you can't do that ride at racing age 61 you have to be a a stand-up cyclist for sure but you had to you knew who to follow you knew where to be you knew who to stay away from when to go hard and you you had to use strategy in that i didn't use any of that like when i was a kid oh pedal hard stay in the front it was as simple as that then i look over my shoulder and you're still you know smiling away there still (laughs) hanging on so that that by the way that wasn't last year that was like five years ago so I i was a little younger but i do remember the last wednesday night ride that I succeeded was basically literally five years ago, almost to the day. Right. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I remember making it around coming and down North street. And at that point, you know, like you you say, you're smart enough to know you're not going to get dropped. And I remember coming in to Banksville, (laughs) letting a few rip off the front. Like it was yesterday, I can remember this. You going past me by like the Banksville liquor store, and I had to do like a triple take, and I probably said out loud, "What the fuck are you doing here?" I I, I, I know, but it was one of those things. It's like I knew I knew it was my last hurrah, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. And I and it's the front one of those things. It took me way too long to learn. But if you blow by people in the front, okay, by the time they catch you, okay. You've recovered and you can get mm-hmm. back in the draft and, yeah, yeah. you know, versus the, 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 the dopes that sit in the back mm-hmm. and then the surge comes and mm-hmm. they get gapped off and they never get back on. Right. Yeah. So See, anyway. that's how you, you used all that to get around. You're a wily old critter. I t- you know, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, emphasis on old, but so I'm, I'm walking down Greenwich Avenue and, um, you know how, uh, so much of this show, like this is episode 73. Mm-hmm. Do you fucking believe it? 
Yeah, I mean, te- technically, it's episode <laughs> seventy-two and three quarters. Right. But, <laughs> it's fine. But you know, it's hard if you sit back and think about it. Okay, you and I meet once a week for an hour. We we email mm-hmm. constantly and 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 that sort of thing. But it's not like we sit down an hour before the show and think about it. So it's just basically two guys having having a laugh, trying to make mm-hmm. it interesting. And I'm so I'm walking down Greenwich Avenue, knowing that I have to walk back up Greenwich Avenue. Okay, right. I already used that joke, yeah, so I, 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 I know. It away I know. <laughs> but I'm thinking about well, I, I I'm ready for some get some new new togs, right? And so I figure, well, maybe I'll go to Richards, which is like the like the old time Greenwich go-to type clothing store. Mm-hmm. And I realized, you know, I stopped shopping at Richard years ago. The reason being, I'd go in there and there'd be like a pair of Zenia pants for like 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, I'll buy those. And then they didn't fit, right? Because as a cyclist, mm-hmm. what do you got? You got skinny waist yep. and you got bigger thighs. Now. No one's going to confuse me for Arnold Schwarzenegger, but for a guy with a 31 inch waist, mm-hmm. and and I would yeah. imagine you're similar, right? Mm-hmm. So I go in there and you buy these $500 pair of pants. And now I'm particularly sensitive to this because I think you know the prior two generations, at least, maybe more of my family were tailors. Mm-hmm. So um, not that. I can put together a pair of pants. Spin a yarn. I can certainly hem a pair of pants or put on a mm-hmm. button. Okay. Way, you know, above my pay grade generally. Understood. Yep. But I would go in this place and they're fawning all over you. You know, you the cappuccino, the espresso, they get Stop. the donuts. Oh, sure. And, 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 oh, they got the crayons yeah. for the kids. Yeah. But the tailoring fucking blew. Wow. Yep. Okay. And so, you know. I decided enough of this. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go because at that price point, right. okay, you you go get a mate. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I started going to a guy named Anthony Gilberto in Manhattan. Okay. And two interesting things I found about this. One is he's like on the sixth floor in the in what was formerly known as the Garment District on the West Side. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. For me, this was incredible. Because when I was 10, my father would bring me to New York with him on buying trips. And so I felt like I was back. Wow. Like, yep. like I know what you mean. Growing up like a kid. Yep. The nostalgia of, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got yeah. it. Yeah. The second thing, and depending on where you fall down, whether you're more interested in me or fun fact, Anthony Gilberto was the tailor to the Wolf of Wall Street. What are the chances? <laughs> yeah, 100%. You got, you, you got a thousand tailors. You find you you got the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so in my list of I did my, I'm putting my little uh, top 10 MB listings. Okay. Uh, so pants, suits, Gilberto. Yep. If you want dress shoes, Todd's or for the real dress shoes, John mm-hmm. Lobb. Okay. okay. They're expensive, but if you buy one pair of John Lobb shoes, okay, so you, you got it for life. Yep, understood. Okay. Yep. Okay. Todd's, they're gonna wear out, but okay. they're you know okay. Okay. Shirts. If you're gonna have a custom made shirt, 
Okay. First of all, once again, using Richards as your benchmark, mm. I went. I went in there. They're yeah, like yeah, three three hundred and fifty bucks a shirt. I'm sure. So, yeah. So I I go to Ascot Chang, a, a Chinese shirt maker, mm-hmm. and these guys know how to make a fucking shirt. It, I was in there when I had my first set of shirts made. Mm-hmm. I bet I was there two hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because wow. it's it's like what kind of cuff, the shape yep. of the cuff, the kind of the button, the buttonhole, the what kind of collar. You know, in in the collar, you know how stiff the collar can be. Oh, There's yeah. a fabric in there called yeah, sizing. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's called sizing. Okay, and that that's a choice you get to make. So yeah, yeah. there's there's 50 design considerations and then an infinite amount of fabrics. Yep, yep. They make one, they send it to you. If it's perfect, they make the rest. If it's not perfect, you go back and they make it again. Yeah. And if that's not perfect, they make They'll it keep again. Keep doing it. Yeah, wow. And, and so that that so that's the shirt. Mm-hmm. Shoes, uh, athletic shoes. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. one and one only company, La Sportiva. Okay? okay, my rock shoes, my gym shoes, my approach shoes, mm-hmm. my hiking boots, and my mountaineering boots, La Sportiva. Okay, unfucking believable. Mm-hmm. I can't believe one company can make so many different incredible shoes and um i don't know what else is on my list uh you got your I, shoes I, you got your suits you got your shirts what about you got your you know, we already know where you get your watches from we know about your porsche yeah. um okay yeah. yeah yeah so you're not happy um, with uh with richards on Greenwich Ave. Huh? well i'm we've gone way parted ways <laughs> okay. yeah i mean it's it's like it, you know what it's for it's for the poser Hedge fund manager in Greenwich. We're all right? over. Yeah. With, and, and the other Oz thing, Bob. and the other thing I wanted to mention was, so you got. I noticed a bunch of these forty, late forty something year old milfs, down the avenue, you know, with the ripping body. And I'm reminded of the comedian Gary Gullman, who said something like, "There is no yoga pose for the face." <laughs> There's surgery. Those women are so nice to me when I'm out with my daughter. It's so bizarre. Oh. I'm out. I'm out with you. I get dirty looks. I walk down the street with her on her bicycle. They're like, "Oh, <laughs> you busy later?" Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you got that Irish gift of gab. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. So I was thinking about, uh, you know, you you've mentioned growing up how the 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 guilt. Mm-hmm. Like they made you feel guilty about everything oh, yeah. you did. Well, of course. Yeah. I still call my mother. And, like if I haven't called in four or five days, oh, we, we haven't heard of you. I'm like, mom, your phone makes outgoing calls. I'm 41 <laughs> yeah. oh, years no. old. Hi. Don't speak to me like that. <laughs> we're gonna. I was like, this is how we're going to start the phone call. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to mention, I thought about that and I realized what they did to us is, mm. is Jews weak after week of the Holocaust. <laughs> I went to Hebrew school for like the Hebrews, Hebrew and Sunday mm-hmm, school, mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. eight years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I tell you what, I could name every concentration camp. <laughs> that, right, right, right. 
And I uh, it's like they 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 fuck people up with this stuff. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. But you turned out you turned out just fine. You shook that off, and you've become. How do you a know? Beacon of hope, and you know, <laughs> philanthropy, hope, perseverance. <laughs> so going back to the market, yeah, because that's what people pay for, right? right? Exactly. Right, cash. That's. What... <laughs> Cash was the one that I think he demanded a refund. Yeah. He's been consistent. And he's, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Send us your visa card number send, with the code on the us, back. He gets a hat. Stop right there. He gets a hat. Send send me the Inside Baseball cast at Gmail. And since you've been such a good sport, I got a hat for you. All right. Um, back so, to the markets. Let's go. Back to the markets. So you have a two-year note at 3%, right? You got a 10-year note something higher than that. I've showed you on the OIS curve, the market's forecasting flat rates. Priced it also on the, um, the website, I put up this chart that uh, shows the uh, manufacturing um, versus ISM. And, um, you know, it, it, things are headed south. I mean, it's just... How quickly? I I don't know. Um, yep. For for instance, and for how long is the question? It's gonna be a while. This is we yeah. we, we dug ourselves a hole. Six months? A year? Year? Yeah. A I year. A year. A year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, it, it's interesting to to broadcast live the way we do twenty four seven three sixty five because just as we went to press, you saw that Biden. His band uh, G7, uh, G7 has decided they're not buying gold from Russia. I did not see that. No okay. more Russian gold. Okay. No more Russian gold. Now, if I was flat gold, it would go up <laughs> on that news. If I was short gold, it would double. Being Punch. long, being long gold, I'm, you know, the market doesn't open for another six hours. Yeah, but you'd like to think it would make the fucking thing go up. Not a no, chance. No right? chance. It's gold. It trades like a like ten pounds of shit in a five pound sack. Okay. <laughs> I love. I don't that. know how many times I gotta tell you. <laughs> I love that fucking saying. Isn't that one of the greatest sayings of all oh, time? Yeah. 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 I heard it. this isn't as exactly a saying. It was kind of it's a kind of a funny thing. What a com- what a communist used before candles. Light bulbs. I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah. It's very good. Um, so uh, there's been a lot of uh, chatter about the um, the crypto world uh, recently. Now I've had a very uh, fun week, with the exception of having the COVID. That was last week, right? I think that was last week, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I interacted with a number of my former colleagues and 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 that the ones i liked okay. right i mean i'm not going to bother of course okay yep. but one of my former colleagues uh is now worked for three crypto firms in the last 18 months and uh, you know i worked with him for 20 years so i this is not a do we cheat him and how guy this is kind of goes in. Okay. So we were kind of chuckling because the day I was speaking with him, somebody had just 
stolen $100 million out of the crypto. And I said, did they really steal $100 million? And he starts talking about, you know, they got the Satoshi and there's so much money floating around and people lose track of stuff. And I said, no, wait a minute. And I read to him what it was. And he starts telling me, well, you know, they took the money off of a bridge and that's where some of the software changes. I said, no, listen, X, tell me, is somebody out $100 million? And he said, yes. Okay. So I said, so if you bought it 12,000 and it's a 20,000 and you stole it, someone stole it, you, your return is minus a hundred. Right. Yes. So I got, I got him to admit that, but he kind of chuckled and he said, you know, they say it's an unregulated market. He said, you know. What can you hear me? Oh, I hope he's finishing the story. He's still there. All right. We've done it again, folks. At 37 minutes in, we've lost MB. Um Hello? Of course he's telling the story. He's... All right. Do I have him? Oh my god. Listen. He says, you yeah. know, and we lost him. Okay, okay. I, I'll He's continue. Back. We got it. But we got next it. time we're he doing stopped. something different. He said, you know. He, so, said, you, he know. said you know. That's where I lost know. it. He said, you know. You know. There's a reason they call it unregulated. <laughs> okay, fine. So, All right, come on, um, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, Yeah. No, 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 no. He yeah. he goes in as yeah, a yeah, consultant. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what's his so what's, what I wanted he's, to he's get full to, speed ahead um, and he's and, comfortable and way, in his in his business that he's at now in that crypto business. Decide. If we freeze again, okay. Oh, uh, he's consultant for we'll okay. stop okay. it. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll publish it and we'll start from where we left off. Okay. I got too much emotionally invested in this thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. It's it's fun. What do you like that? Okay. You you go out to the Empire State Building and you like to lean over and yeah. spit. Okay. All right. Watch. <laughs> Just keep talking. Yeah, so it's fun. The like point the... I want to make is, you know, when Panic, you I... had when I had the Treasury market, which, you know, I felt like I Just... knew fairly intimately, there would be things like, for instance, if the Fed wanted to add reserves, they would come in and they would buy Treasuries. They now call that quantitative easing, but Back then, it was called a a coupon pass. Okay. So they would give you a list of securities that they wanted to buy. And you could go and you would put a price on those Mm -hmm. securities. But what most people didn't realize was you could sell them those securities. And if you didn't have them, okay, you could give them collateral equal to the dollar amount of what you sold them and you had 30 days to go get the right not drum up the money but drum up the 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 bond that they wanted okay so so they wanted to buy x you gave them y of equal value but you had 30 days to go get x right so people don't okay so that's one thing okay another thing would be 
they would come in and buy bonds from time to time. Back when there would be okay, callable yeah. bonds. So some bonds are issued like now where there's just, they mature on a certain date. But back then we had some bonds that the treasury could call early if it was to their advantage. Okay. So if they came in and asked for an offering on some callable mm-hmm, bonds, mm-hmm. what we discovered was if you if they were going to be called, they would have a higher yield using the yield to maturity than the yield to call. So what we would do would be we'd put in an offering at the yield to maturity level, which looked higher than the yield to call, but effectively okay, yep, yep. it's the same, it's the same thing. But because everyone else was putting them in the yield to call, you put in at a higher level, yeah, but okay, but, yeah. but not as high as yeah. it should have been. And every so often somebody at the Fed would fuck up and you'd sell these bonds like way higher. Yeah. yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. Are, are, okay. So the, the, okay. You know, I got yeah. two or three or four of these things. And so now you've got the new technology of the Bitcoin yeah, 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 and, yeah. and like, oh, it's bulletproof. Yet what's going on? It's like they're writing. So my friend was telling me something happened with Ethereum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of like course. a long time ago. And they fucked it all up. Yeah. And so now there's Ethereum and Ethereum class Ethereum Classic. Like yep. let's just fucking okay. grow up, shall we? Yeah, okay. I mean I, I just I, I don't know. Okay. It's it's not even like I'm gonna sit here and say I'm a grumpy old man. I'd have been saying this twenty five years ago. Yeah. Th- th- this thing is <laughs> nonsensical. I think that's yeah. a very fair question. Um, now, if you were trading, would you try attacking it? Would you try to? Would not. you try to, to, to take money out of it, out of the crypto answer. stuff? If you were still sitting at a what desk, I tried down to do, what we tried to do were to find ways to have ongoing processes, such that you could run a type of trade over a longer mm-hmm. period of time. Because I thought once you got dialed into something it became like a mining enterprise and you just went into the mine every day and you crushed eight tons of rock and you got. Okay. Of course. See, that's really interesting to me because that's so, so divorced from the idea that guys like, I I think about Kevin saying traders got to trade. Where I, now I think about you like putting something on well, so I, and I've sitting and watching a movie and doing it okay. like a like a mine. If you know? I were and not working, dancing I would around do and not knuckling around in to get Kevin ten different you know varieties or assorted then flavors. Once he you know? arrived, okay, I'd take him into the dungeon. <laughs> I'd put him in manacles, and I would beat him mercilessly until mm-hmm. he gave up this yeah. trader's got to trade thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> and when <laughs> I got done with him. He, you know, long beard, <laughs> emaciated, hasn't seen sunlight, and okay, I and, know, and, yeah, yeah. And he would come up very, you know, gingerly mm-hmm. and say, "I, I, I have this trade idea," and yeah, and, yeah. and I would be like, "Okay," 
but receptive. And, and, but receptive. And then we would go through it, and I would go, "Okay, how are we gonna make a business out of this?" And, and, and right, and then and then like two years later, he'd be like a convert, right? And and maybe I, and maybe maybe then he'd call me cash. <laughs> right, right. No, that's the question. But, so I was thinking, you know, I mentioned I saw a number of my colleagues. Right, right. This past week, two years in, in the person basement, or FaceTime, and it was clear to me when I got done, just <laughs> out of the blue. So from 1992 yep. to I think 08 when I left Greenwich, mm -hmm. we made money every year. Some some years were better than others, but we made money every year. Yeah. 16 years. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And it's amazing. Um, I mean, yeah, we, we did very 90, well. Say that again. But 92. When I realized eight. after this Jesus. handful of yeah, 16 years people without, a, without that I saw this week or spoke to this week, it became clear to me why we made money. Yeah. It's, it's because we had a bunch of guys with different skill set who were very comfortable with each other. You had an open dialogue. You didn't have a fear of being ridiculed, um, and uh, you had a, a, a kind of a teamwork approach. But, but most importantly, we only mm -hmm. did trades we loved. Like, like that whole thing I've said this to you: no marginal trades. Because, yeah. I, It, it, I, I would, if I could kiss you, I Dude, would. Dude, that was like that episode is two the whole thing right or episode there. Like, three. Do you and you told it? me that from for yes. years. Like, if you don't love do it, you... take it off, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can always put it back on. Dude, those right? words haunt Other than, me. Had I taken always gold in the back of my mind afternoon. when I'm second-guessing yeah, stuff. But, but you, you, you thinking, see what I'm, I'm saying. Thinking, so, if you don't love it, and, take and, it off. And then yeah. on top of that, and yeah, this is yeah. one of Kevin's. I don't know why yeah. we're turning this into a huge <laughs> PR thing for Kevin. Of course. Oh, I remember. Uh, yeah. and, and, and you and I, 350 bucks each. That's $700. I'm not paying. That's it. I'm putting my fucking foot down. You know what I'm gonna Before do? Guy goes on I'm vacation, gonna send yeah. a note to Kevin's father and ask him just to forward me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what he gets is the sort of thing we talked about earlier. You know, I, 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 I kind of dissed him a little bit with the send JGB me the future. <laughs> you know, like, he, but, but, but when we would do these trades. We would have every element of the thing dialed in. So the lowest commissions, yeah, I know that doesn't matter now, that. but yeah, back then about it meant something. <laughs> the best price of execution, meaning, you know, e.g. getting in and out of the market frictionlessly. We, we had incredible analytics. Mm -hmm. We had analysts whose name I'm hoping to be able to mention in a week or two, uh, you could go, it's one fellow in particular, I asked if I could use his name because I, I, I'm so fond of him. And he said only if he could think of things that we would be willing to post on the website because he didn't want to get his name mentioned and not do something in return. Mm -hmm. So um, he has told me that 
uh, if he has something of value to add, then we can talk about him. Mm -hmm. But this guy in particular didn't want to be a trader. He wanted to work with traders, which is rare because almost everyone that walks on the trading floor mm -hmm. wants to be a trader, right? Okay. So you would sit down with this guy and you would say, look, this is what I'm looking at and this is how I want to see it. And he would ask you a couple questions and he would go away. And not only would he come back with exactly what you wanted, okay, he'd come back with something that was five times better than you possibly could have imagined, right? To the point that people, I've said this to you, people were digging through our garbage at the end of the day to get these sheets. And we, um, I don't, forget whose idea it was, but in the in the uh, the columns, we would have code because we didn't. Yep. And 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 basically, um, I suppose if you were smart. Uh oh. You there? Yeah, I remember that. Yep. Yep. This is Morris's Wi-Fi kicking out, so he wants to hey, stop Liam, and you restart still there? it. You heard his edict prior to this uh, interruption in which he stated that we're going to stop it and restart it. I'm going to ignore that because we're at 50 minutes, so we're going to close oh. this episode because yep. okay. it's the second time we've gotten booted off. And we're not going to see you next <laughs> week because I'm going on vacation. Oh, boy. And more, as you can hear, Morris has a very busy... Oh, he's back. All right, see, I was just saying that we always going to ignore your, your edict about starting it over, okay? I was going to say goodbye, okay? All right. So they're going through... All right, sorry, let's finish the story because they're going through your trash and you have the codes in the columns, all right? So go ahead, all right? Oh, no, you now you can't hear me, so we're really going to say goodbye. Um... All right, pal, I, you're on. I can hear you. So you can either say goodbye or we can talk through 30 seconds. I was saying I'm going on vacation next week. Morris is very, very, very busy with his social calendar. So I guess we'll be back the week of July something or other. Um, but mind you, you can post on the email. You can post on the website, I should say. And we'll be back the week after. Um, I don't even know what the date is. It's the week after the 4th of July, the 4th of July. It's the third. So July 10th, the week of July 10th, we will be back um, in our regularly scheduled show. Morris is just sitting, staring at the screen, grinning. Okay. So his microphone is off. I can't hear anything he's saying. So he has a smile on his face um, and I'll, I'll send his goodbyes from him. Um, and yeah, inside baseball cast at Gmail or ibwoc.com and uh unless the internet kicks on in three two one we're gonna say goodbye all right folks kevin muir i hope you really enjoy this whole entire episode all right since it was just an hour-long promo for your show good luck with the jgbs pal morris i'll see you next week two weeks two weeks pal <laughs> we're out